0: We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery,
1: we need humanity.
2: We know the air is unfit to breathe
3: and our food is unfit to eat. As if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy.
1: Ireland, The great and powerful Oz knows why you have come. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. You have medals with the primal forces of nature. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like
0: cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine
4: hearts. <laughs>
1: Showtime!
0: And now, Reality Grants with
3: Jason Burmess. And who loves you and who do you love? Good morning, everybody. It is Reality Grants. I am Jason Burmess, and may your bank accounts be with you on this uncertain morn. And look, here's the deal we're not here to fearmonger. I'm not here to tell you I have the answer to what's about to drop, but we're going to go over the news stories that are out there. A lot to cover today. You know, when I when I don't end up doing a broadcast from Thursday evening, I did Mixed Martial Mindset with Fitch, and, you know, we cover a, a lot of stuff before anybody else. I, I think that's one of the appeals to um, those that watch the show and are now learning that or just new to the shell that what we talk about is, are, is sometimes not just days, weeks, or months, but years, years for other people. And that's not me tooting my own horn. It's just like, I got to sit here and I got to watch these Redfeld revelations. When he was basically saying the same thing all the way back in 2020. However, it wasn't being amplified because of the malinformation policies that were taking place globally via tech trojan horse civilian systems like youtube like twitter and i mean we could sit here all day today and we could play just matt taibbi and shellenberger and that we could sit here today and we could just play Uh, A lot of the COVID-1984 stuff on the second hour. Because quite frankly, when I play that stuff like on CNN with Acosta, one of the worst, one of the survivors, though, over at CNN, he's a survivor. He gonna make it. Didn't get Cuomo, didn't get whatever, Lamoned, (laughs) you know, he's surviving. I, I mean, and then there's just Stelter. I mean, that's a joke. Hey, you know, Stelter, let's let's fire Stelter. And then let's have his big comeback be at the World Economic Forum on a panel on misinformation. Cartoon level. Cartoon and the Fauci interview with Acosta is cartoon level. And, and really, what that illustrates is I'm going to play later on, is how far gone everything is. I mean, it's gone. I mean, we're we're way down the line where you gotta be. I mean, zombified to sit there and watch that interaction and think that the guy on the left is a news anchor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was thinking about it. Like if you took a career in broadcasting or journalism and, and you, all she wanted was a paycheck. I mean, a cost is the way to do it, right? They do your hair. Nice. They go, they put nice makeup on you right they they have you with a big prompter and they tell you when to pause and what kind of faces to make and how to enunciate and you're making a ton of money a ton of money to socially engineer a society that is beyond orwell that is beyond huxley it's a combination of both supersized right now supersized i mean but that's if if that's all you want I I still don't know how you sleep with yourself for what you've done. I just don't. I toss and turn enough. Believe me. Okay? So there's that. Uh, I'm going to have Todd McGreevy of the RC Reader joining me because Donald Trump's in town today. Now, DeSantis was just here, and then he was in Des Moines. See, a lot of the uh, people sleep on the Quad Cities, man. But because of Iowa and the caucus, et cetera, it's an important political spot to get get to right before a presidential election in particular. And it really is the heartbeat of middle America, often ignored otherwise. But I love it here. I I freaking love it here. And I put in for press passes. Uh, Todd McGreevy, who has the RC reader, he got his press passes. I was denied. I didn't even realize I was denied because it went to my spam folder. Uh, Todd has been good enough to try to get me press passes. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I got to tell you this, depending on what happens in the next hour or so, it's like 8 5 AM on the East coast. So basically over the next three to five hours, depending on when your bank opens and what coastal coastline you're on time zone. There could be massive bank runs. We don't know what's about to happen here. Now, I'm not Freddie the fearmonger here. I have no clue what's going to happen. But there are so many things that were completely out of character, even in the crypto world, with stable coins and USDC in particular with coinbase that are so alarming that I, I don't know all bets are off i almost did and ask me anything last night i was trying to set up the new studio still haven't got my pc but by the way guys uh which sucks i'm in fact i don't know uh, maybe it gets here by wednesday i'm kind of disappointed i, I thought i was going to get it uh today latest but we'll see maybe it'll be next week when we uh i, I mean it's it's not going to be much of a visual difference i don't think um you know i, I think that maybe Like things like this little gray stuff will be cleaned up a little bit we'll have the i already have the other microphone up there um might be a little better if i have a guest in studio we we haven't done that here it's kind of cramped believe it or not for where i am so we'll see Uh, i'd like to have more people in studio maybe we'll sit down uh with my good friend pat miltage but these things are completely alarming and we all know and by the way can we get some thumbs up over there can we get some love? Can we get some hearts and shares and all that other good stuff across platforms, whether you're uh rock finning, rumbling, or even on the YouTube, right? The censored platform, which is just incredible to me, guys, you know, a platform where I have 70 plus thousand followers, right? 70 plus thousand. Then you go over to, uh, rumble and alone. I get on mine three to five times the views. Okay. Three to five times the views with 15,000 subs or maybe 16, I don't know, 17 under 20,000 subs. And then RVM replicates that with the show. We, we're always like neck and neck. I've noticed that. If if one video does four thousand on my channel, it's around four thousand on their channel as well. But they've got combined. We don't have seventy thousand. And then and then we're doing like ten times the number. That's how bad YouTube is. So I, I still need it. I need to bring people in from the cat videos. That's how we're doing it. So first things first, I want to show people. um Uh, Those who are lining up around First Republic Bank over the weekend in L.A. Now, as far as I know, it's 5 a.m. there and uh, we've already had uh, several people come out um, and say the FDIC has uh, just given them more liquidity, et cetera, et cetera. This could get bad in a hurry, guys, really bad in a hurry. So there you go. I mean, there you're seeing it, and that's not the only bank, guys. That's not the only bank. So let let's let's hit these news stories real quick. America's 620 billion dollar ticking time bomb. FDIC realizes or, or reveals the extraordinary amount of unrealized losses across U.S. banks amid fears more will collapse after the sudden failure of SVB and Signature. You see, oh, okay. Now, now it's getting serious. Now, let me explain just on on a micro level how this is even gonna work for the little guys, because the FDIC only insures to two hundred fifty thousand, and with SVB in particular, those accounts dwarf two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Okay. First of all, don't expect anything else other than them. Number one uh putting it on the little guy but as they put it on the little guy and strain us start to try to introduce their own cbdc digital currencies of control that's what this is about all right and it's about consolidating tech companies as well because now there will be a fire sale once these are not bailed out on small tech companies that had 5 10 million in the bank had a 50 million dollar investment those are much smaller Than the Leviathans, the multi-billions, the almost trillion-dollar industry of an Amazon, you know, of a $44 billion Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. You get what I'm saying here? So now you'll be able to absorb all these companies if they're not bailed out. That's one. Number two, a lot of processing companies, payment processing companies, were involved in this. And as a lot of you guys know, I do um, uh, America Media Periscope on Wednesdays, right? I do making sense of the madness sometimes i host the show uh you know i get paid a small amount of money to do that and i i I didn't even realize it because i you know i don't depend on it and it's not something i really pay attention attention to obviously red voice media is where it's at that's the big gig um every two weeks i get a small amount of money and apparently you know i get the email because of the svb uh bank and because of their processing company um, I'm not sure exactly when we're getting paid. They, they did give a date, you know, so I'm not trying to blow up their spot or say you are insolvent, nothing like that. But again, because the processing uh, companies are using part of these bank apparatuses, all of a sudden those funds are frozen. And later on down the line, that's where we're going to get into the crypto market. Okay, and the Coinbase USDC, what I think is a scandal. And, and just, uh, again, bad signs everywhere, guys bad signs everywhere so federal reserve announced that all depositors at silicon valley bank will be protected as another bank signature bank closes and an auction is held for svb's assets so you know they're saying they're going to protect it how is that possible who's who's protecting them how is this going to work The Federal Reserve Board on Sunday announced it will make available additional funding to eligible depository institutions to help assure banks have the availability to meet their needs of all their depositors. Are we just going to start printing even more money? Is, Is this the inflation train to the absolute end of the line? Yellen again. One of the most unimpressive bureaucrats I've ever seen up there. They're all terribly unimpressive. You know, there used to even there used to be a demeanor of those that were up there that I wouldn't say impressive, but as they were oppressing and lying to you, there was a certain amount of respect for that person. There's no respect here. They, to me, this is a bag lady that that could barely be a Walmart greeter if we got down to you know what what she could actually do. That this person was basically taught how to speak and lie globalist talking points that's it and it's not democrat i'm sorry republicans and conservatives it's not you know it's fuzzy economics that are leading us towards globalization and consolidation of power they're not oxymorons of each other So uh, First Republic bolsters liquidity after a wild weekend of bank failures. Yes. So that's the uh, bank that you saw those people waiting outside for. Again, that bank opens in about two hours. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens. Let's keep going down the line on the banking news, guys. There's a lot of it. Wells Fargo says technical issues causing customers to report missing deposits. Oh, that's a great sign. That's fantastic. Can we get a hundred thumbs up? Can we move them up? Come on. Let's rally this train. Um, I'm sure it's just a technical issue. I, you know, banks are so loving and honest with the rest of us that I don't know why we would question this at all. Oof. I got to tell you, oh, uh, let's see. Met a guy from, uh, Etheridge, Tennessee over the weekend. Well, did you Scott Bailey? Sorry. Just read that. Um, props to the Burmese brigade in there doing their thing so let's continue down the line here uh and this was three days before the collapse of sb this, this again shows you cartoon level how rigged everything is how everything is pr and bullshit and lies hate to tell you especially when we're talking about financial institutions man i mean I, buckle the truck up things don't look like they're getting better Ah oh, three days before the collapse of SVP uh, Forbes uh, is proud to annually rank America's best banks for the fifth straight year. Oh. So it, it, SVB one of America's best banks for the fifth straight year. We salute you Forbes. <laughs> oh so then this happens. stable coins. a few days ago and this almost guys i don't know you know not that i'm i'm not the crypto kid i ain't giving you advice you know you put crypto in the title boy they can't wait to get you all i know is the stable coin at a dollar is supposed to stay stable and it usually does and when i convert my ray i used to convert it to ethereum and then sell ethereum via um coinbase both the wallet and then the the app or the website, right? That's how you can do it. Anybody, yeah, you know I mean pretty basic stuff. Use a centralized exchange like Uniswap and uh do that. Well USDC comes around and that takes away most of the fees and it's one to one. So there's no slippage, right? Because these transactions can take some time, seconds, minutes, Sometimes a little bit more, really depends. Usually doesn't take more than ten minutes these days, but again, it's there. And um, there's uh, a certain um, volatility to Ethereum going up and down, blah blah. blah. So you know, I, I've changed it that I take my array and I convert it to USDC and then I sell that at the one to one and I put it in my bank account. Look what Coinbase decided to do over the weekend. We are temporarily pausing USDC USD conversions over the weekend while banks are closed wait a minute isn't the point of crypto and they just put out this commercial by the way which again shows you how hilarious it is making fun of the banking system and how this system is anywhere so quick no restrictions and they're like during periods of heightened activity conversions rely on usd transfers from the banks that clear during normal banking hours when banks open on monday we plan to recommence conversions. So we're waiting. You know, let's now that we brought that up, let's see if Coinbase has anything to say yet. Okay. Here it is 12 hours ago. Despite the turbulence we have seen, the traditional banking sector recently, Coinbase continues to operate as usual. At Coinbase, all client funds continue to be safe, accessible, including USDC conversions, which will resume on Monday so here we are what's my prediction on this if i if i had to put on my crypto cap what's my prediction okay first of all let's see what happens with the banks today especially because like if this is the day that all of a sudden you see multiple collapses can you imagine what that speech is going to be like with trump oh boy he's jumping on this and i've already seen bernie sanders Others say it was the Trump administration and deregulation that allowed this. And in a, in a sense, at the very end, with, with the COVID-1984 nightmare and the print up everything and the bullshit that they did to erect Wall Street by closing the market, shutting it down several times as it collapsed almost three years ago now, guys. Boy, I've got a Facebook post. That I'm gonna share with everybody too. I think we are from March 12th or 13th of three years ago. And boy, did I get laughed at by a lot of people. People thought we might even read the comments. It's going it's ha ha funny time. Ha ha funny time. Let's see how spot on I was from three years ago. Okay. So again, if I'm putting on my crypto cap, this is what I think is gonna happen. Um, if we do start to see banks go under. Uh, I think the stable coin market, the weakest of which will start to collapse. I don't know about USDC because that some big banks are behind that. They like USDC. And I also see, uh, although we've already seen an evisceration, okay, an evisceration of many of the altcoins, expect more. And I would expect even a fallout, kind of the reverse of a pump and dump of Bitcoin further. Ethereum, even further, right? And, and only certain coins going up so that they can be bought up fire sale star, um, style when people start to panic and just offload. And, and a lot of the altcoins, their whole, especially if they were invested in banks that don't have any kind of liquidity, they could fold all together. That's what I'm putting my, my cap on. By the way, you'll notice that Peter Thiel is trending. Now, why is he trending? But, Jason, didn't you just do a video about Peter Thiel? Again, you can go back a decade, <laughs> a decade and go watch Shade the Motion Picture and we were talking about Teal then. So why is he trending? Well, uh, apparently uh, it's being reported in the media that Teal saw SVB coming and he told a bunch of his investor buddies, "Hey, get the mother truck out of there right now. Pull it out, 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 out." And and essentially he's being blamed for the the run That took out SVB like that. So all I'll say is this. Teal's not a stupid guy. He's into Palantir. Palantir is track trace database globally. On uh, just, I mean, talk. It's the total information awareness network. So when something like this is about to go down. I'd say a guy like Peter Teal is in the know. Hard to get around that. That's why he's embedded himself with the predator class and technology. That's why he sits on the steering committee of the Bilderberg group. Okay. So I know that a lot of people want to look up to him. They think he's free market. He's libertarian. He's globalist, man. And he's a transhumanist. A hundred percent of the time, a transhumanist. I, I mean, that's it. He says a lot of things that are the real deal. I mean, you go watch that watch along. I mean, are we, I, I don't know if we're a week or two weeks out. I'm, I'm sure some, I think sometime this week, the second hour where we really got into the teal conversation will be available for free, even if you're not a premium member. And I do want to remind people to come on over to the premium side of the broadcast, red voice, uh, redvoice.com slash Jason red Uh, I'm sorry. Redvoicemedia.com/slash Jason. Redvoicemedia.com/slash Uncensored. Uh, it's a dollar for the first week, and and this would be the week to start. Not only do we have uh, fired up with Chad Canton after the show, I believe that's right after the show, but we have Matt Couch today joining uh, the network. So Matt Couch's initial show. I'm not sure. Uh, I think half of it, just like mine, is going to They're doing uh, the same model, two hours of broadcasting, first hour free, second hour premium. Get all the premium stuff. Sign up today. And it helps support this broadcast. So there's a couple other stories um, concerning the economy that I think that we need to delve into. 120 unit burger King operator files for bankruptcy. And I said that this is not a good sign. This is last week. And I saw people cheering, boy, they're like, Jason, it's garbage food. What do you, what do you like Burger King, Jason? What are you, what are you talking about? No, no, it's not that I like Burger King. It's that America likes Burger King. It's that fast food has been a lucrative business. It can turn somebody that's a hard worker and saves up and finances. One of these things as a franchise franchisee into a small business uh, really a small businessman, right? Because they end up what franchising one, two, three, four of these things. They make a couple million dollars a year, maybe four or five, depending on how hard they're working. But but it's something that has been, if you're a hard worker and you want to get in that industry, you can thrive. And obviously, there was a time where uh <laughs> they were thriving with 120 of these units when Burger King which is top five fast food in the country used to rival McDonald's. Now you got the subways, the KFCs, the Chick-fil-A's a lot of other options. I get it, but they're talking about underperforming stores. Okay. And increased costs. So that's not so great when people, and, and the thing is the increased costs have stopped the casual person when the value menu isn't a buck and it's not two bucks. Okay, well, All of a sudden, when you're getting a a, a a value meal, which is fries, a soda, and whatever the hell they give you for $10 to $15, and you got a family of four, hmm, not the best option. Really can't afford it anymore. So I, I think that this is, again, another sign of uh, bad times. So here's where we get into an interesting aspect of this you will probably not see anywhere else, and, I, and then I want to play this video. We talked about Jeff Staley being uh, named in this Epstein case with J.P. Morgan. On Nick's Marshall Mindset, we talked about Jamie Dimon now being investigated in Epstein case for the Virgin Islands lawsuit. Silicon Valley Bank is one of the 10 banks who got Epstein-related subpoenas from the AG in the U.S. Virgin Islands, who is trying to find his sources of money. So if you take a look at this, They named six more banks at the end of the article, uh, leaving one of the 10 named. Those are Fidelity, Charles Schwab, Bank Lumi, Wells Fargo, by the way, Northern Trust, and Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, Who cares about the Dems? What I care about is the Epstein connection, all right? We acknowledge our error of onboarding Epstein in 2013. (laughs) This is Deutsche Bank. And the weakness in our process uh, and have learned from our mistakes. I bet you have. Immediately following Epstein's arrest, we contacted law enforcement and offered our full assistance with their investigation. I'm sure you did. Okay. Representatives from J.P. Morgan Chase and Citibank declined to comment on the article. Well, that's going to bring me to this. So I saw this. Jeffrey Epstein said he stopped hanging out with Trump when he realized Trump was a crook, according to his brother. And boy, the maga train—it's all upset at me that I oh, Jason, you're so bad posting this article. They had a relationship. I'm not saying that that's why um, their 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 uh, their broship <laughs> ended because Trump was the crook. It's not what I'm saying at all. The interesting thing about the article, when you read it, is they're talking about the tapes with Steve Bannon. And I reported on the tapes with Steve Bannon all the way back in 2018, before the midterms. Okay. It's almost five years ago. Most people have never acknowledged the Bannon and Epstein tapes at all. Okay. And apparently Bannon has 16 hours of, of Epstein tapes. So I put this out there and I see somebody say propaganda. And then I come across something I didn't even know. Bannon put out a trailer with his interview um, with Epstein, and there are multiple interviews, and and this was out over a year ago. Have you guys seen this? I haven't seen this before, so we're actually going to play it, and it's it's a decent little trailer, but it leaves so many questions uh, up to the imagination, so without uh, further ado, here it is, the uh, Bannon tapes.
2: Next month marks two years since the death of convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein inside a New York City jail. We were underage.
3: We were little girls. By the time I was 16, I brought him up to 75 girls. But
2: he was glib. He lived essentially like he was Gatsby. He was an absolutely terrifying person to encounter. You own an island, two right. I- to, to, to islands, the, the islands of Dr. Moreau?
3: Correct. The islands of Dr. Morell. We've talked about the genetic engineering. We've talked about the baby making ranches. I'm just saying, I didn't expect to see that. Jeffrey Epstein was a billionaire New York businessman whose vast
2: wealth bought an arrogance that knew no limits. He
1: acted as if he could have
2: anything he craved.
1: Reporting, the FBI is now looking into how it can interview
2: Britain's Prince Andrew for his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. I may a living from old thinking, but the future is for the way women think. The way women think—that's correct. Is that not a SOP because of uh, of all the uh, depravity you've done against young women? And your your new SOP is that their their women's thinking is 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 the future? No, I've been I've always believed that women would in fact be able to take over. I, I'm a firm believer and supporter of
3: times up. Federal prosecutors said yesterday, video of Epstein's jail cell when he made his first suicide attempt no longer exists.
2: And Jeffrey Edward Epstein. Have you ever been convicted of a crime? Yes. Epstein got away with his crimes because nearly every element of society allowed him to get away with them. This morning, we're learning new details of the exact cause of death of former registered sex offender and financier, Jeffrey Epstein. The greatest threat to people put in solitary confinement is they try to kill themselves. Imagine that, you're only in a room for 24
3: hours you still have to go crazy so i'm waiting i i had no idea that that existed until i saw it and let me say this that story came out in the new york post and it seemed like either bannon was trying to in my opinion that he was trying to curry favor with epstein uh maybe for some money or connections prior to the midterms for the Republican party that was my first thought when I saw that and then after it came out that um basically we had put Cernovich on the stop when I say we I was working for we are change at the time and Luke was doing an interview with him and he asked me hey what did we ask him I said hey this story just came out the other day ask him what he thinks about Bannon meeting with Epstein this is prior to the arrest guys as you can see obviously prior to the arrest and Cernovich reveals because he's obviously hip to the story um, give Cernovich credit for at least keeping up on those things. That Roger Stone is supposedly the source. Now we know that Stone and uh, Bannon have bought butt heads. Stone has made some allegations about Bannon. I'm not here to make allegations against anybody. I'm just here to put out what we know. So <clears throat> that story's out there. And then Epstein's brother, Mark Epstein, says that basically what was going on is that they had hired. Bannon, to redo his um, his image, basically. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what I should believe. I should be having uh, McGreevy sign an soon, but I'm going to give him a little text. Let's see. I uh, got the link. We'll see. And it's rcreader.com. Let's hope he didn't forget. But if he did, we got plenty of other stuff to go over i have about mm, 20 other stories i want to hit i don't know if we're going to hit them all uh but especially in the second hour we're going to be hitting this fauci cnn uh interview we're going to hit the uh redfield testimony and i guess while we wait for todd i think it's really important that we talk about this story up oh, no waiting for todd there he is and as i text him and he looks good you hear me mr uh toddler me I don't know that he hears me, but we hear him. So now he hears me because he just put on oh, his headphones. I think it's really important. Or no, he does not hear me.
4: <laughs> so, Todd. Hey, man. Hold on one second. My apologies.
3: No, it's all right. Here he comes. Memento. Oh no, momento. Well, we wait for Todd, we'll let everybody know about his website right here. And uh. It's rcreader.com. Yeah. A lot of great stories over there. Uh, neighbors to the North, German influence in the new ULMMN, March 12th. Okay, I can't hear you, though, unfortunately. Yep, I'm going to try to break yeah. you through it. Hold on, we're going to call them up. <laughs> we're we're going to do it live. So let's just do it live. Um, Let's see. How do I
0: not how do
3: I not? There we go. We got the calling. Bum, 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 bum. this is the exciting stuff here at red voice uh, media the, the, see this is the first setup don't worry good morning jason. jason yes so todd three buttons on the bottom yep. yep and then once you go into there it's going to be in your audio settings and you just got to choose the right speakers settings boom yep and then audio we hear you fine by the way good so you just want your uh, your your speakers to change to whatever you have your headphones connected into. There we go. Can you now hear me?
4: No, dang
3: it. I don't know what I did wrong. Sorry. Hold on. So, so much for my like Roadcaster Pro. Pro. Yep. So if you here, just let's just check it out. So that so if you went in there, it should be in the top one, and then it'll be on the bottom one right here.
4: Yeah. Microphone and speakers. Here we go. Yep. Again i got this thing plugged in right well huh? i, got, I my got my new camera, camera you gave me, me working, working pretty right well, but well but don't have the so yeah
3: no you know what that camera as, as we're talking shop it doesn't look oh, as God. terrible as i thought it would be would. it actually yeah. looks pretty good it's held. it's held up decent over the years yes bum, 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 bum.
4: Oh, we I get the sound coming in here what's going on and did, hey, I, did do I do, do something stupid thing, like, like mute it back nope back oh here we go uh, Sorry, Sorry, buddy. buddy. <laughs> this is not good. But, and, by uh, the way, while, while you got while me on the you phone, I don't know, you, you can hear me. Yeah, we can uh, hear
3: you. So keep talking.
4: All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, I heard this morning on NPR. You talked about it earlier. Gosh, the Federal Reserve is going to kick in. Yeah. 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 All that stuff. Um. Uh, yeah. FDIC. Yeah. Just going to print, it out, of print air, out of thin I air, I guess.
3: I, I mean that we were just speculating that. Um. What's the news on the the Trump thing? Did they they give me a press pass or did they not? The, uh, not,
4: not yet, yet. no, no. Um, um i think we're gonna have we're gonna to go down, down, down there and shake him, shake him down
3: okay um, um let l- listen let me l- let's f- figure out which one you're choosing here yep. and then make sure you you, and then come back in all right back. yep yep right. okay all right so as we wait for todd as we wait for todd hopefully um we will get that going because i definitely want to talk to him <laughs> how was that, guys? Uh, that, that's that's pretty good stuff right there. You're you're watching it real time. That's how us journalists do it. So l- l- I wanted to play Jamie Raskin Unhinged. Um, too. It, it, man, it's, it's tough because th- this is a big story right here. Chinese city backs returns of lockdowns for the flu. You hear that? It's Bloomberg. So now you're gonna have all the nice restrictions of just the good old flu, guys. Isn't that nice in China? Isn't that awesome isn't that the way to go that's exactly what we want to do that's fantastic um and, and you know what we've got people like this in our government now you know you may have seen jamie raskin recently uh on the broadcast we've played it where he doesn't know basic economics and how they work and thomas massey has to explain to him what's going on with inflation and thomas massey does a great job of it he does a fantastic job of describing exactly what's happened now. try to make it into a left-right issue the democrats are all blaming the deregulation of the trump administration all these people jumped on to the COVID 1984 measures of just print 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 do whatever print 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 do whatever so let's uh let's check out raskin here because because raskin is just again it's cartoon level this is where we're at this guy can just say whatever he wants in a ridiculous and I'm not trying to pick on the guy because he's got cancer, but he's,
1: he's wearing a ridiculous headdress. They're agnostic about, well, the truth and lies. Who knows what really happened? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Well, they've got a perfect bill for you then. We call it the Putin Protection Act. The Putin Protection Act. The Putin
3: Protection Act. Again, all these re, I'm not going to say it. I've got to stop myself from saying, I didn't want to say that word. I mean, mentally insane, low IQ individuals trying to tell you that Russia, Russia, Russia interfered with the 2016 elections. That's made up. That's totally and completely made up. All right social media information operations run by russia were minuscule and had little to nothing to do with the fact that trump was overwhelmingly popular in this country grow up jamie raskin my god but no no we got to play pretend it's play pretend time the putin protection act
1: That's what it is, the Putin Production Act. Distinguished gentleman from New York explained Putin spent millions of dollars in 2016 to pump propaganda, electoral sabotage into our political system. He did, every security agency in the country told us that. Again, all
3: these people love to point to
1: all the intel agencies
3: agree, and every security agency told us that all li- these people are allowed to lie to us. It's part of the gig. It's
1: part of the inbuilt gig of the entire thing. You understand? We got a bipartisan report from the Senate saying it. They're agnostic about it. They comes to Putin. They see no evil. They hear no evil. None of it. No. But we know. That it happened, okay? That's Putin's plan. Why? Putin cannot beat America politically. <laughs> Putin, Putin, Putin. The poot
3: poot. And we're not holding water for Vladimir. But I, I mean, look at how how cartoon-level it's come. Because of Vladimir Putin, we need to censor free speech. And we're the good guys.
1: He can't beat us economically. He can't beat us militarily. Putin can't beat us philosophically. There's one thing he's got: the internet. What? Oh, the internet is the only tool of Putin. You know, forget about the
3: Nord Stream. We can't beat us militarily or economically. Yeah, when we're allowed to just blow up his shit, be like, we didn't do it. It was him. It was Putin. And then when a an established Pulitzer Prize winning journalist writes a twenty five page twenty five page article detailing it, all right, and again I think about eighty percent of that's correct. I'm sure some things are left out or misnomered, et cetera. Then all of a sudden it's a pro Ukrainian group. I I mean, is this is that what what is he? Is it leopard print he's
1: wearing up there? Is he's got leopard print going on? I because we're a wide open country and so he says let's take advantage of it let's go on their social platform we'll put people who oppose putin on the internet in jail which they do if you send a a tweet against putin you're going to jail you you put out a tweet against his filthy imperialist war which some of them support in ukraine you put out a tweet against that in russia you're going to jail but he says Let's take advantage of America's openness. We'll take advantage of them and we're going to put out propaganda. We'll lie about when the election is. We'll say it's on Thursday when it's on Tuesday. We'll tell people to go vote next week, whatever.
3: So like, again, if if you're not aware of, of what time to vote and somehow the evils of Putin and his social media disinformation machine somehow infiltrate and you have such a low IQ, you are tricked by it. First of all, I don't even know how it reaches you. That's how demented and deluded this this, this Raskin speech is. I mean, it's imagination land. What what, what did that happen to five people? And I would assume... (laughs) five people that don't vote very much five people in the country got tricked because of the Putin campaign to change the date of the election what
1: like how disconnected from reality could you possibly be and that's the genesis of this whole thing we have our security agencies who alert social media and they say they're putting up fraudulent information on your platform and now they come forward and they say the democrats are trying to what tell the truth not democrats the government our our paid federal government agencies are trying to tell the social media when foreign malign actors like russia and china and let me see if we got them i thought we
3: had them can you hear me todd a second ago we had them and then we didn't have them again and i apologize mr mcgreevy i didn't realize you were there i was playing that video bikes let's see still no audio from todd either though we're gonna go back hopefully todd can hear me and uh we can get video and whatever going
1: ron are trying to interfere in our elections that's what this is about putin protection act they want Putin and she to run free over our platforms, and then they want to find no. federal government employees thousands of dollars.
3: Is that him? Did we just get him? He said epic failure on his end. I don't know.
1: Still not seeing you, Todd. Still not seeing you. If they alert our government to what foreign malign actors are doing, and the whole justification for it is their silly obsession with Hunter Biden's laptop, and this New York Post story, which was taken down by Twitter for one day, three weeks before the election, as an exercise of their private decision-making. Then Elon Musk buys Twitter, and he fires six journalists because they disagree with him. They've got no problem with that because of course it's a private entity. What is he talking about? Well, I mean, wow.
3: Again, none of this is real. I I don't even like Elon Musk. He didn't fire six journalists. What are you talking about, man? And and they didn't take down the Hunter Biden story for a day. And they're not a private company. They were colluding with the government. They banned accounts. They started putting fact checks on everything other than COVID-1984. This guy's totally and completely mentally ill. Jamie Raskin is amongst the worst. He's sitting there talking about Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping, and censorship in China while calling for censorship here. It's incredible. It's it's absolutely stunning. It, <laughs> it's over the top, cartoon level. That's that's where we're at. Over the top. Cartoon level. Oh, poor Todd can't get his headphones to work. Uh, well, that's that's very unfortunate. That is very unfortunate. I, I was really looking forward to having McGreevy on the broadcast. Um, if, if we, for some reason, don't get to McGreevy, we'll have him on to talk about uh, the Trump thing. He okay? He's got it. All right. Well, we're. <laughs> Hopefully he's listening to me then. There he is. So can you see me and hear me, Todd? I can. Okay. Do you realize that your high-pitched <laughs> voice is uh, now like you have helium? Please talk for my audience.
0: What is what is going on here? Do you this hear that? Monday? Oh, goody.
3: I mean, I have no idea what you just did with your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's cartoon. Le- Listen, we're, well, we're doing a we, cartoon show today. It, it
2: is. That Raskin... It, it's cartoon world and this is very strange. Um <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'd say, you know what? Let's go with it for a minute. Yeah, and what yes. we'll do what we'll do is uh we'll wow. we'll come back with
2: Please, Mr. Trump, will you give us an, an interview today when you come to
1: Iowa? <laughs> All right,
3: I gotta fix this. Oh boy. My my oh, man. Todd. Yeah. I'm gonna hang up one more time. I'm gonna try not to figure. I'm, I'm gonna. Actually, you hang up. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I like that my audience is with me here. Raskin unhinged, balloon type voices. We're having a good time. We and we could be 13 minutes away from some kind of an economic apocalypse. You there, Mister uh, McGreevy?
4: Sorry about that. My
3: Boom. Phone boom there's this deep sexy voice good morning
4: gosh wow
3: sorry no you're good man yeah. all right so todd um a lot going on we've been talking yeah. about this possible um i don't want to call it an economic collapse but you have svg going down you've got another bank going going down you now like you said have the fed saying they're going to pledge some kind of money somehow some way to all investors. I don't know if you caught it, but over the weekend, Coinbase suspended the uh, trading and conversion of USDC into USD for until banks opened. That's a huge deal. Uh, so that, much for crypto. Well, again, that stable coin, quote unquote stable coin, went okay. from the dollar that it was supposed to before the announcement, mm-hmm. um, right here down to about ninety-four cents. So uh, took a uh, five-cent hit. That's kind, you know, five mm-hmm. percent hit. That's a big deal, especially for a quote-unquote stable coin. And uh, we're waiting. We're checking up on Coinbase's uh, Twitter here. It says that they're still going to start trading it. Of twelve hours ago, when the banks opened today, uh, you've got lines outside of First Republic Bank in California over the weekend as well. And now you have pledges from uh, the FDIC that they're going to pump them full of funds. Thoughts, Mr. McGreevy.
4: Uh, did you hear the news in Australia that the Australian um, that the Shanghai Gold Exchange has raised flags with their uh, source of gold in Australia that uh, Australia is doping the gold?
3: Explain what that so means. Th-
4: they there's a variance that's available uh, when when you're uh, buying uh, the gold bullion from a source that allows them to put spike it with a little bit of silver, so it's not 100 percent gold. And, and depending on your relationship with your gold provider provider, you can have a certain variance. Well, the, the largest customer of this uh, um, gold mine in Australia is the Shanghai uh, Gold Exchange. And they have raised a flag about a uh, product they've received is getting overdoped. It's It's getting diluted. So when you can't trust the gold, I think there's some challenge, challenges there. Too. So th- there's little signs everywhere, unfortunately. And I think the fascinating word I heard this morning on, on uh public radio, which I tend to listen to in the morning, uh, is, uh, contagion. I don't want this to become a contagion that, you know, imagine there's a theme here, you know, that's the, the the new virus.
3: (laughs) All right. So let's talk about that for a second, because payment processing companies, uh, halted a lot of their payments. People didn't get paid Friday. Now that Mm -hmm. isn't a huge news story. I was actually one of those people. Now, Mm -hmm. um, um, I didn't even realize it because it's just kind of the side gig over at uh Amp where I do the guest thing but every 2 weeks I do get a deposit but I'm on the email chain and because so many processing payment processing companies were using kind of SVB as a conduit people all wow. across the country did not get paid on Friday. Now that's something that's being completely underreported and certainly isn't in the headlines yeah. and then on top of that aspect of it you got to realize FDIC only uh, insures about $250,000 now the vast majority of the people that had accounts in SVB were companies within silicon valley and had far much more capital than that so that would not be FDIC insured furthermore it was a status symbol for startups that had 5 10 15 million dollars mm-hmm. of venture capital funds and had mm-hmm. some kind of technology that they were selling Now, if and I'm not calling for a bailout on these people, but it's my understanding. And we were discussing this earlier, that if those people aren't insured, well, then their companies obviously go under if the vast majority of their funds were in SVB and they no longer have that capital. And there's essentially a fire sale on their technology and their companies so that they can be absorbed by the big boys more easily. What are your thoughts?
4: It's I've heard you talk about this earlier. I was listening, listening in. And yeah, it's a. Planned demolition. It's just another facet of the planned demolition that's happening. Um, get, get the uh, uh, an asset um, ruined, if you will, or or questioned, so it's devalued in the marketplace, and then go sweep them up and pick them up cheap. Same thing might happen with the stablecoin you were talking about earlier. Of course, it's a. I mean, do you you may not remember years ago i got to, i i get to meet ron paul three times so mm-hmm. far right in life it's phenomenal talking to guy each time and one time it was backstage at the rally for the republic up in minnesota minnesota when the rnc would not credential ron paul I don't remember that era but i do uh, right? i remember would,
3: when ron paul in 2000 i believe and had the instead of it wasn't cpac it was the republican national convention he had a competing <laughs> convention that's the right one across the way yeah,
4: yeah. That was rally for the republic yes. and I actually met tucker carlson there for the first time uh, then anyway when I went backstage to talk to him, um, I had the New York Times was in the room with him and the Atlantic was behind behind me. I'm sorry. No, the, the economist, the economist was behind me. So I was in between these two, you know, uh, titans, if you will, supposed titans of journalism. Anyway, when I got in the room, and I started talking to him. I said, when you were uh, interview, when you were debating John McCain on stage uh, a couple weeks ago, you brought up to him who's going to be on if he becomes president, who's going to be on his plunge protection team? And he, and his eyes lit up. He was like, "Yo, you caught that?" I said, "Yes, I did." And McCain freaked out. I mean, you he, he could he see like it's like deer in the headlights. Like, what did Ron Paul just say? He just touched the third rail. He just talked about the plunge protection team. Nobody's supposed to know about that. That is the uh, it's a very little known, but it's a little it's not a cabinet position. It's just this group that the president has that they effectively are goose in the stock markets and goose in the price of gold and silver. They're there to go in and just plunge plunge in where they need to to protect the markets the plunge protection team. And Ron Paul was exposing that during a debate. Well, so I'd be interesting to see who the plunge protection team is now under the Biden, I mean the Obama, I mean the Biden administration. <laughs> well, look,
3: I don't think, you know, I think that Obama was the face of the administration, but really uh, oh, yeah. it was Bush globalist 2.0 management mm, system. Um, and that's why we're seeing just this across the board now with kind of the excuse of incompetence, putting really, in my opinion, um, the least impressive people in supposed it, charge.
4: It's it's incredible. It's I
3: caught that uh, uh,
4: hearing where Cruz uh, grilled the uh, nominee for the FAA. Did you see that?
3: Yes, yes, where uh, he literally knew nothing about the standards of flight and what you would do in any emergency situation whatsoever, and you wonder how he got even to the ability. I believe he r- runs the Chicago airport. If it's not yeah. Chicago, it's another big one.
4: And and then I I never saw the candidate physically, you know, on the screen, the the segment I saw. But then I found out later that the the candidate happens to have dark skin color.
3: (laughs) Well, look, here's the deal. Uh, Whether it's equity or not, you know, you you go back to somebody like Colin Powell. At least he was competent and capable. You know, whether or not I liked his policy, when he stood up there, there was a certain esteem. I don't feel that esteem when I see Millie. You know, period. And even when it like a Rumsfeld or a Wolfowitz would get up there. Yeah, you had that, you know, empire vibe. But at the same time. Evil vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I say empire, I, I mean Star Wars Empire, Darth yes. Vader style. Everybody. Yes. Yeah. you got that vibe. But you also got the vibe that these guys did study in class, that they mm-hmm. did beat out their peers, that there was some kind of meritocracy that yeah. took them to that position. That the meritocracy yeah. is gone. Okay. And that's because the people that are running the show are, are clearly the stay behind bureaucracy that's been pulling the strings via the CIA, the NSA, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Homeland Security, and that entire uh, continuity of government apparatus that has been built up post-World War II. And I think now we're seeing mm-hmm. that come to fruition where they'll just put anybody out there and every time something fails not only do you have the excuse that they're completely unimpressive and unable to do their job and then you'll have the conservative media jump on that talking point again and again and again but you also get to feed into this um ridiculous and false narrative of a crumbling rome of a fallen of the fallen empire it's our time this is what all empires do at the end no That's not what's happening. This is a planned implosion to bring about globalism. So if we do see bank runs today, we know that um, this administration has already uh, put out executive orders where they're going to start looking at digital currencies, CBDCs in particular, and Todd, even uh, creating a bioeconomy in this emerging fourth industrial revolution. A bioeconomy? Have you not seen that bioeconomy executive order, my friend? No, I have not. I, I, I mean, we'll have to bring it up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> let's that's... let's do it live. Let's wow. see, let's see what we can do here. Um, let's go, Biden's executive order, bioeconomy, and there it is, right there. It is the Executive Order on Advancing Biotechnology and Biomanufacturing uh, Innovation for a Sustainable, Safe, and Secure American (laughs) Bioeconomy. It's literally in the title. It's beyond the track trace database of old and under the skin, uh, literally monetizing our biology talk.
4: I saw you did a piece last week, I think, that that talked about the uh, surveillance tracking state between Mossad and the CIA or something like that. Was that you? Well,
3: I I did talk about the Central Intelligence Agency and the Mossad via the Five Eyes network. I've been talking about that for quite some time. And I've also been talking about the fact that Palantir operates uh, throughout that network and in the United States and Israel in particular. And I'm not sure what you know about the bank runs, Todd but even in the mainstream press and now uh, especially the left is pointing this out you're not going to see it perhaps on uh, much on fox news but peter thiel is in the news do you know why peter uh, thiel is in the because news because
4: i heard you talking about that earlier that so, you know he he was a canary in the coal mine that uh Give the heads up to his buddies to get out of the bank
3: so here are the uh headlines at insider mint the economic times bloomberg peter thiel's founders fund withdrew millions so not only Thiel and his his uh buddies but his foundations as well and uh that's how it's being framed i'm not saying that that didn't happen you know but again this is a guy who's heavy into intelligence is in the know mm-hmm. uh there it is uh silicon valley banks a meltdown sparks contagion fears we found our enron <laughs>
4: oh my I, I, we're, we're kind of repeating it's like groundhog's day about 2008 maybe or which hey, would be terrible
3: this- we can't do it 2008 we already did five 2008s in 2021 we yeah. already did five of those guys that's what mm-hmm. the, this printing of the money was you thought 2008 was bad yeah, that was like 24 trillion in loans that went out. They told you it was eight billion dollars total. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. And what they're telling you is like what five trillion, seven trillion in those months. That it it, it could be a hundred trillion. It's imagination land. It's zeros and ones on the way to SDR special drawing rights, IMF slavery in a new form. Todd, hold on. Yep. yep We're about yep. to go over to the premium portion of the podcast. We're about to hit that. 8am marker over here 9am on the east coast i want to remind everybody we're here monday through thursday live thumbs it up subscribe and share the links are down below to support the broadcast you can listen for free to me and todd and uh, i got some fauci for you in fact todd and i are going to do some big time fauci after this some redfield after this can't do it on the youtube you can listen over for free at podbean but sign up for a buck $1 or lock it in for a $100 for the year. Come on over to redvoicemedia.com slash uncensoredredvoicemedia.com slash Jason. We're going to give the cue to the producer and I'm going to start heading down the line. Rumble, always a pleasure. We'll see you later. Uh, Goodbye, Twitter. We'll see you, YouTube. Hey, YouTube, I love you. I just wish we had some views. huh? (laughs) I wish we were monetized. I wish we were treated like other channels. We're not. We know it. What can you do? rolling with the punches. Go watch my March 2020 stuff. And uh, Rockfin, thank you for being there. You know, I, I hope that you don't crash with this crypto crisis. Let's, let's be honest. All right. Let me just make sure that I got the good to go. We're going to wait a second. And then we're going to go right to this video. Um, this is... This is a good one if you haven't seen it yet todd you 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 thought the raskin stuff was good brother oh man <laughs> oh we've got protection act yeah we've got some gold okay we've got some gold but again i want to make sure that we are over on the uh premium side of the broadcast and we are so here it is anthony fauci you think it could get more ridiculous to than raskin in, in a head in headgear it can and it's about to <laughs> anthony fauci jim acosta Anthony Fauci still saying this is a zoonotic disease, but now admitting, first of all, saying it's not a bioweapon specifically. There's no chance it's a bioweapon. Everybody agrees it's not a bioweapon. Anthony Fauci. Then telling him it's zoonotic or that they may have souped it up and it accidentally leaked. So in other words, created a bioweapon and it leaked, but we're not going to call it a bioweapon. Here it is, Fauci and Acosta, a love fest.
2: And on this theory of a lab leak, uh, I, I, you know, I've been wondering this. Do we have any idea how that would even work? Uh, have you heard any accounts as to how that might have happened? Is there yeah. speculation well, there, in, in the yeah, scientific they, community as to how that happened? Yeah, there, there, there's a good that, that's a very good question, Jim. So one of the things that people maybe don't fully appreciate that all of the intelligence agencies agree unanimously that this was not engineered namely they didn't deliberately do this to make a bioweapon
3: every- that that's a total lie <laughs> that is not agreed upon by every intelligence agency in fact china's military came out and said they believed that they were under bio attack at the wuhan games you had high level military official that so right there on its face fauci is full of
4: bullshit. But- he's proven many times prior that he will lie <laughs> i mean he said it out loud yeah. i had to lie about the masks you know i had to lie so so
3: no bio weapon you ready like 100 yeah. percent. it's whatever you think it's not a, and, and remember we can't say bio attack we can't say seed seeded bioweapon. it's always got to be leak 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 now listen to the rest of this johnny nonsense
2: everybody agrees with that no matter what your
3: prior thoughts were everybody agrees with that <laughs> no they don't everybody <laughs> Everybody, I, and Jim Acosta, you're such a phony, you're such a piece of trash too, my God. A
2: leak could be that someone was out in the wild, maybe looking for different types of viruses and bats, got infected, went into a lab, and was being studied in the lab, and then it came out of the lab. But if that's the definition of a lab leak, Jim, then that still is a natural occurrence. The other possibility is someone takes a virus from the environment that doesn't actually spread very well in humans and manipulates it a bit and accidentally it escapes or accidentally infects someone and then you get
3: an outbreak so again cre- you create a bio weapon and it accidentally infects somebody you, you, but it's you, not a bio modify it just a bit
2: just a little just a, just a bit,
3: bit. yeah just a t- just, you, you just a little bit
2: a scooch <laughs> those are the possibilities when you're talking about lab leaks but are, are there any accounts of that occurring where these one people might say, shouldn't okay, be given well,
4: any oxygen anymore jason I, i'm so tired of them i'm i'm they're, they're just it's out of hand are you familiar with what's happening with the um um world health organizations uh, international um health regulations the well, IHR? of course I.
3: Am. well I, well, yeah. well todd we've been following since it got shot down last may and just waiting for it to come back around and now it is coming back around yeah. and uh you know, the debunkers and the fact checkers sit there and they talk about what they talk about how oh well these are these aren't real restrictions these are guidelines you know you you don't have to do these things we're the country that amended uh these treaties so of course we're going to abide by them and like i i've played the fact check on it it's 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 much like this where it's a joke Mm -hmm. where they come out and say we don't have to do it oh by the way we're the ones that wrote it and just like fauci's like it's not a bio weapon but what you could have is a virus that would mess around a little bit dick and dick and dude with a laugh and suit it just, up so it's all it, it's all semantics mm-hmm. but continue tell people about it
4: well well i'm trying i'm shamelessly trying to plug our newspaper in the current edition that's on the stands and and on uh online right now kathleen wrote an article all eyes on the international health relations proposed amendments and she's citing uh, James Roguski's work, which he's been pretty prolific about uh, detailing the top 10 amendments to the international health regulations that need to be opposed. Uh, and I'll rewind a second here. I mean, your, your listeners are tuned in and they understand what's going on. I mean, this, the, the dynamic of, of this IHR, if it, gets, if it gets, there was a delegation that was sent by the Biden administration to go there and, and negotiate on behalf of all of us citizen slaves. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is the, uh, tough for people to understand is like, it's like a chicken and the egg thing. Oh, if 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 it passes the committee, it just becomes a rule. It being, you know, uh, that the, the head of the World Health Organization can say there's a potential emergency, which will automatically imp- purportedly implement an emergency where we are, right? I mean, it's like, and you have to ask yourself, how, how is that gonna trickle down to Iowa? And 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 we have, Uh, uh, published at the reader's website, all of the uh, governor's emergency declaration orders over the last three years when she, Governor Kim Reynolds kept issuing them over and over. And and if you look at Illinois as well, Pritzker's, and if you look at those, there's a pattern, they all kind of mimic each other and they start with a whereas, a declaratory statement, whereas, and the whereas is, whereas the World Health Organization has said, and that's how these emergency orders begin in, uh, in writing. And DeSantis was here at the casino uh, Friday because as you, many of your listeners may know that Iowa was the first nation in the first state in the caucus for the, the VD pageant of the RNC. And so they all marched through here and, and, and try and get Iowans, you know, uh, attention for the for the caucuses. And Reynolds and DeSantis were at the casino for a, a rally about DeSantis's book. And his book, uh, somebody sent me. I was out of town. I couldn't be there. His book had a uh, there was a there was a, a a poster on the screen if you will that said the freedom blueprint that's what it was the freedom blueprint and i said to this friend of mine it was at the event i said if you can get a question in you should ask the the two governors who are there right now florida and iowa governors and say we already have a freedom blueprint we don't need a new freedom blueprint it's called the bill of rights we've had it for a long time and you guys swore an oath to uphold it and you violated it with your emergency orders, albeit not as bad as most governors you were better than most but you both violated it so can you share with your, these audiences iowans here today Mr. DeSantis, if you if you run for president, um, and as governor, uh, Mrs. Ms. Reynolds, can you share with everybody today that you will never again declare an emergency order that begins with the phrase "Whereas a World Health Organization does anything," uh, you you get to declare emergency because a hurricane hit. Yeah, that makes sense. If there we had a derecho hit uh, Iowa, that's an emergency. There was definitely a time and a place for governors to declare emergency, but not under the auspices of a global organization called the World Health Organization, especially when this nonsense is being uh, perpetuated upon us. So that would be the question I would love for everybody to ask uh, in Iowa. Uh, so I'm jumping around here, but Vivek Ramas, how do you say his name? Vivek Ramas- Ramasway, um, the author of Woke Inc. Are you familiar with this gentleman? No. Um, yeah, he spoke here recently as well. And he declared his he's running for president. He's a, a-, a tech billionaire as well. Went to harvard and yale wrote the book woke Inc. oh I, I
3: i do know who you're talking about yeah. i have seen because i've been watching c-span and i've mm-hmm. seen him on tour like they're actually following a lot of these yeah. people
4: i do know yeah. who you're talking about i yes. saw him speak and uh he was actually quite refreshing it was really interesting to hear this guy speak and he made the comment just like carrie lake did when she came here recently to iowa you iowans are lucky because you get all these candidates coming through your, your, your state before, before anybody else. You get first shot at these candidates who are, you know Pompeo is gonna come here, you know, you're gonna see them all. And uh, um, they both said, hold their feet to the fire. And Vivek said, I'm trying to set the agenda so that, that these hard questions can be asked. And one of the questions he asked was, how do we get rid of this? Uh, uh, he said, one of the biggest demeaning things to, to the meritocracy, like you talked earlier, uh, what is the um, affirmative action? which was an executive order by LBJ. And Vivek says out loud, we've had every president since LBJ could just revoke that executive order and get rid of um, uh, affirmative action, which is the foundation of de- degrading the meritocracy. And he said, that would be one of the first things I do as president. I thought, wow, he's given an actual action step of what he's going to do if he had the opportunity and on the record. So that's the kind of things that I'm trying to encourage people to do in Iowa when these candidates come through, is ask good questions. What are you gonna do? Let's, for, let's Yes, the past is the past and the media wants to focus on uh, Stormy Daniels and all the nonsense and Johnny nonsense and all that. How, what are you doing in the future? What's gonna What's gonna What can are you gonna do to protect our rights? The freedom blueprint. Well, you, oh, you just got a new blueprint, Mr. DeSantis. No, you, there's one called the Bill of Rights. What are you gonna do to protect it? So, if we Trump is coming to town this evening, uh, I don't know if you talked about this yet on the show, yep, but yep yep, 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 And and he's gonna be at the Adler Theater downtown Davenport. Adler holds about 2,500 people. It's a really good venue for music. I've seen lots of great concerts there over the years it'll be a, a more of an intimate thing than you will be at like a big stadium or something like that with with this will be interesting and uh, they're they're pitching it as a um a discussion of education i think it, it's unique and it's anyway it's been interesting to watch the machinations behind the scenes of how the uh, the trump train uh, deals with the media and um
3: well i think it's hope- going to be interesting especially when we see what happens now i mean right now the banks are opening across the country
4: right, uh, right. and
3: i you know i, I guarantee Especially if there's big news today, Uh, Trump will pivot, as he always does. Uh, But I want to kind of go back uh, from Trump for a second and uh, go to the individual you're talking about, James uh, Rogowski, that uh, wrote that. He was on Making Sense of the Madness with me a couple times, actually. So we've talked behind the scenes. I need to get him on the program. Mm -hmm. We need to understand that China is the Model via the World Health Organization. And China is now openly talking about returning to lockdowns for the flu. All right. That means anything, anytime, anywhere, any way we want to say it, period. And quite frankly, one of the reasons that I think the Fauci story is important and talking about a lab leak or a bioweapon, I said this from the beginning, and you know, I didn't show this yet, but I'm going to bring this up too in a second. Right here, this is Andrew Bridgen. uh, Bridgen. He is a, uh, I believe he's, yeah, he's a member of parliament over in uh, Northwest Leicester. And he now says, I can confirm during my visit to Washington, D.C. last Christmas, New Year. So now we're talking about a few months ago. I was informed that the U.S. Department of Defense was responsible for both the virus and the vaccines which they were fort dietrich was named also a facility in canada now this is what i've said many times
4: this isn't new news but yeah
3: well it, it it's not chapel hill it's not wuhan it's not just fort dietrich now we're talking about canada as well this thing was 100 percent global todd i believe that this virus was in labs all across the world at most facilities um, that had a first world biowarfare program, or were working in conjunction with the United States.
4: Yeah, it's it's a it's an arms race.
3: Everybody had to keep up. I, I think know? it's more of a, a sharing of these things on top of an arms race, but that's just me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for me, one of my my biggest things has always been. So now, you're going to create a bioweapon. The bioweapon gets released on the on the populace i had no say in that nothing to do with it it's an attack on humanity and then you're going to attack me and my freedoms because of the bioweapon you release so you can try to restrict my movement and my life until you make me inject other bioweapons how about a big fuck you how about a no fucking chance exactly so <laughs> i want to put this out there this is a post i made March 12th, 2020, before anything was locked down anywhere. This is a local Hannaford in upstate New York tonight. People have no idea what is about to go down. Forget about prepping themselves physically because everybody was like, ooh, get your immune system up, there's a virus. Mentally, they may not have the ability. This is New York, and guess what? I was laughed at by many when I uh, started posting stuff like this. You should see the comments down below, all making fun of me. Not all of them. A few people were were starting to figure it out by then. But how many truly succumbed to unfettered authoritarianism lockdown masks and eventually injecting themselves over and over and over again with bioweapons? Too many, especially in New York. Uh, That post has aged well. (laughs) Uh, It's very obvious to me. I mean, again physically uh, most people didn't really have to worry you know like unless you let yourself get a hold of getting taken hold by the medical system in other words you took the test you got quarantined right. you got hospitalized you got remdesivir you got you didn't do any of those things yeah. now it's your mental health how how well did you fare against the psychological warfare op and if you didn't fare well guess what you fucked yourself biologically anyway And I big time, big time. And I'm so sick of people talking otherwise. So now here's Redfield. We're going to play this clip, Todd. Here's Redfield in his testimony, basically saying the same thing he was saying all the way back in 2020. But it was um, it was taken down on social media because it was malinformation. Right. It it wasn't what Fauci just said, where all of the uh, (laughs) all of the intelligence agencies agreed. So
0: here's Redfield talking about this virus. As COVID-19 began to spread across the world, there were two competing hypotheses about the origin of this virus that needed to be vigorously explored. The first hypothesis is the possibility that COVID-19 infections in humans were the result of a spillover event from nature. This is a situation in which the virus naturally mutates and becomes more transmissible from one species to another In this case, from bats to humans via an intermediate species. This is what happened in previous outbreaks of SARS and MERS and earlier coronaviruses that emerged from bats and spread through an intermediate animal.
3: I don't know that I agree with him on that. By the way, I'm just pointing that out there. I think that a lot of that is Johnny Nonsense and horseshit. But again,
0: (laughs) Redfield totally plays the game here. The second hypothesis is the possibility that the virus evolved in a laboratory involved in gain of function research. This is a type of research in which scientists seek to increase the transmissibility or pathogenicity of an organism in order to better understand that organism and inform preparedness efforts and the development of countermeasures such as therapeutics and vaccines. Under this theory, COVID infected the general population, after it was accidentally leaked from a lab in China. And again, the accidental stuff, I'm just, I I
3: think the evidence is clear now. This was in the United States all the way back in October and November of 2019. Uh, Remember, they made the flu disappear when the flu season was awful at that point. And then all of a sudden, it just magically went away. Um, And the bottom line is, that's not how viruses work. Hate to tell everybody especially coronaviruses and flu viruses they dissipate as they are dispersed through the population
0: period from the earliest days of the pandemic my view was both theories about the origin needed to be aggressively and thoroughly examined based on my initial analysis of the data i came to believe and i still believe today that it indicates that COVID-19 more likely was the result of an accidental lab leak. Always got to throw accidental and lab leak in there, not bioweapon released.
3: I mean, <laughs> again, it means the same thing, whether it's a lab leak or not and gain a function. No, it's a bioweapon release.
0: Let's stop being children. Santa Claus isn't real either, everybody. Than a result of a natural spillover event this conclusion is based primarily on the biology of the virus itself including the rapid high infectivity for human to human transmission which would then predict rapid evolution of new variants as well as a number of other important factors which also include the unusual actions in and around wu wuhan in the fall of 2019 yeah how about the you know the
3: hiv uh strain that was in there uh, well, why aren't you talking about that redfield me talk about that 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 uh, furin cleavage site and the ACE three receptor. Hey, buddy, those those studies were all out there. That's the and he'll, he'll, he healing won't even say that again. The limited hangout on this is disturbing, and he's being aggrandized everywhere. He should be being challenged. He sh- It should have been like, hey, man, why weren't you so vocal about this if you believed it back then in 2020 that this thing came out of lab? Why don't you elaborate on the biology like you just said? of the virus that
0: makes you suspicious that it's not zoonotic? All of which I'm happy to discuss today. Even given the information that surfaced in three years since the COVID-19 pandemic began, some have contended that there's really no point in investigating the origin of this virus. I strongly disagree. There is a global need to know what we are dealing with in COVID virus because it affects how we approach the problem to try to prevent the next pandemic. The understanding of the origin of COVID is critical to future science research, particularly as it affects ongoing ethical debate around gain of function research. Gain of function research has long been controversial within the scientific community. In my own opinion, COVID-19 pandemic presents a case study on the potential dangers of such research. While many believe that gain of function research is critical to get ahead of viruses by developing vaccines In this case, I believe it was the exact opposite.
3: Vaccines that weren't vaccines, that were mRNA and vector-based therapies, that didn't stop transmission, that didn't stop infection, and that showed what? Absolutely no positives whatsoever when actual data was looked at to the point where they had to change the definition of what fully vaccinated was to the fact that you took a shot and you still weren't vaccinated for two more weeks. Then you were only uh, fully vaccinated for six more weeks till you took your second shot, but you still weren't vaccinated then for the next 15 days, but you were vaccinated for another two two months after that. That's the reality. Todd McGreevy. Well, uh, Kathleen, we've written at the River Cities Reader extensively about
4: all the johnny nonsense you're talking about and and uh, anyway we're we're under the impression uh, it's our view kathleen and i that the 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 vaccines a lot of them were just saline they weren't even they're, they're they're just not even anything but there are some batches that have some really bad things in them absolutely and that's why you don't see like you know widespread um sudden deaths there's a lot more sudden deaths and there's more all-cause deaths but that's also a combination of the lockdowns and the economy dropping and all that kind of stuff and in, in, in terms of the populace but i will point out are you familiar familiar with Denis Rancourt? um the,
3: perhaps the, uh, not the, off the, hand
4: the canadian, the canadian um uh, writer scientist uh denny republished his article uh, in 2020 that freaked everybody out on um, local social media because we said masks don't work, and here's why, and he did the deconstruction. His, his piece was taken off and censored off researchgate.net. We're the ones that published it for the first time after it was censored. Anyway, Denis Rancor, check him out. He's done. He's fought a lot of battles in Canadian uh, courts over uh, freedom of speech and all kinds of different things. Really interesting guy. Um, he's, he's, he's tweeted out on March 8th a retweet of of Robert Malone, and Robert Malone was tweeting about this Redfield guy. And Malone is saying, this is just uh, completely blowing up the narrative. And Ricor says, is Malone an idiot? This does the opposite of blowing up the narrative. This propaganda cements the narrative of a deadly pathogen while falsely blaming China for a Pentagon CIA operation. And this brings to bear, there are many people that would say, I agree with you, it was a bioweapon. It was released with a specific person p- purpose. and our, our our friend Dr. David Hartsuch, here, a former state senator here in Iowa, he's of the he's done a lot of studies on this and he, he's of the mindset it was that it, it was targeted by certain, to certain populations and he could track that, all right. so we're we're in agreement. But overall, a a, a SARS cov virus, is a cold virus it won't it doesn't kill you it's ninety nine you know seven percent survivability rate so it's not really a, it's not, and this is what we're, we're in is trying to say it's we've all just freaked out about over a common cold and of course the whole thing you talked about the flu getting erased it's just it, people have they, they don't they're they're just they're too busy in their lives, Jason. They, they've got, hey, my daughter's got volleyball and my son's got, you know, T-ball. And I, 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 you know, I just want to be left alone. I don't have to think about any of this stuff, you know? I Just just leave me alone. And, and people do not want to get engaged. They're not suffering enough to get engaged is the challenge, is that teeter, that, that challenge, real change doesn't happen until there's more suffering. And it's you gotta ask yourself, how much more suffering do we need for you people to wake up? They just went down, they just were like lemmings just went right off the cliff. We watched it ourselves.
3: I mean, I can't. Well, tell you even how many the term lemming that- I, 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 I'm, I, I'm kind of glad you used that, but then I'm not glad you used that. So the, even the term lemming should show us how psychologically manipulated we've we've been over the years, because it's a misnomer. It's not real. So for those that don't know, and by the way, it's brought to us by the good people at Disney. Where do you see this? You're gonna love this, Todd. <laughs> so a, a lot of people will use the lemming terminology and we'll do it live because it, it's under the mythos that there's this magical animal the lemming which does exist which gets into herds and crowds so much and follows one another that they're willing to do so off a cliff and they'll always say Hey, if your buddy was jumping off a bridge would you do it too right um that's not exactly what happened so <laughs> you're gonna love this (laughs) deconstruct it okay and this is even on this is even fact checked over here this is snopes we'll go to did disney fake lemming suicides for nature documentary white wilderness yes they did so lemmings do not jump off clips and follow one another what actually happened was that disney wanted to make that a thing for some reason So believe it or not, what they did is they took cameras and you can actually watch the videos of this and they got underneath what was a a lower side of the cliff and they pushed the lemmings off and murdered them (laughs) and then created this idea, this pop culture idea that you're, isn't that wild, Todd? That, that exactly, that's how powerful Disney is. So oh, yeah. they created this idea that when you're talking about people just following things like zombies and being indoctrinated, that you talk about lemmings. Lemmings don't do that.
4: Yeah, so th- we're indoctrinated, to use the term. <laughs> exactly.
3: So yeah, I agree. It's you know, a little you know, meta. It's a little meta on a Monday. You should call your, your uh, Monday show meta Monday with reality <laughs> rants. you know, there's another great example of that that I often point out as well. Everybody says another one that I can't stand don't drink the Kool-Aid. Or you're drinking the kool-aid so just so everybody understands number one the drink that almost nobody drank like less than a dozen of the hundred plus people murdered shot to death drank wasn't even kool-aid and you can listen to the tapes of them refusing to do so as they're shot by the militants that were hired there and you're talking about jonestown yes so jonestown was actually what appears to be an intelligence operation where they were conducting mind control experiments on people that they had shipped out of the country out of california that didn't have many families or friends they made it into a religious institution and that thing was a powerhouse for mind control drugs they found so many mind control drugs it was over the top and when you had uh i believe it was a senator come in uh, for his constituents who were complaining that their loved ones were being taken away and experimented on. He was immediately killed. As soon as it landed, the helicopter landed, murdered. And then they started executing all the people. That's what really happened. People were yeah. in the jungle for days that they found. They like they didn't find all of them. But about oh. 20 people escaped into the jungle. And they they did get a few of them. Which senator was that? Um, Let's see. Let's type it in and do it live. Senator yeah. killed at Jonestown. Killed and so yes may 5th uh let's see uh yes c- congress i'm sorry it wasn't a senator congressman there it is right there congressman left for dead at jonestown oh wait this was the congressman who maybe lived yes this guy survived one of them was killed okay um yes let's see yes there it is right there so um she was fought shot five times this is representative jackie spear Goodness. okay this is on November 1878 when this happened. She was shot five times in South America. Her boss, Leo J. Ryan, and four others lay dead nearby. So uh, it was Leo J. Ryan that was killed as soon as he went to ask questions over there, Todd.
4: There's so many things that people just gloss over. Uh, and they, it just... It, Random stuff. Just think about what what happened in Vegas again. Oh, don't don't don't, don't, don't worry about that. Don't think about that.
3: I mean, but, you know, the guy only had a, a bunch of Tannerite in his truck. Somehow, some way, um, let off all that heavy ammunition, and then there was no smoke in the room, which was really bizarre. All those shells that weren't melted into the carpet. Somehow, he got. The, uh, the window out also didn't make sense. The guy who said he was shot went on vacation afterwards. And then the video clears clearly shows that guy wasn't shot. Yeah. It shows him after the fact in the, he wasn't shot where he said he was. They went on Ellen and says, I don't want to talk about it. And then the guy said, <laughs> first of all, uh, has all the earmarks of an arms dealer, bare minimum, yep, you know, yep. all the earmarks of an arms dealer, um, He was talking about conspiracy theories and 9-11 being an inside job. His brother gets picked up for a bunch of CP on the computer. Uh, He had a wife who appears to be some kind of like mail order bride from another country. Yet he was in the hotel with a bunch of prostitutes while it was happening. A lot of odd things going on on that one, Todd. A lot of weird things. Hey, yep.
4: before you let me go, can we uh,
3: look at that cartoon I, I posted? We absolutely can, and you know yeah. what, where is that? Because I uh, had that up for you right here. Ed
4: Newman, uh, our political yes. illustrator at the River Cities Reader, uh, came up with an excellent uh, piece. And if actually that's just a clip, uh, that's a, a thumbnail of. It. If you click on the link inside the tweet, there it'll take you to the.
3: Yeah. Why can't I get it? Yeah, click there?
4: on Ooh. click on that whole thing there. There you go. You scroll down. The New World War recipe. You know, based after uh, Woodrow Wilson's original recipe for ginning up a world war, you know, stir up a regional conflict with outside election interference. Whisk in spy agency assassins until color revolution is formed. Fold in the bordering nation goading until it must defend itself. Don't forget to knead the proxy nation into demanding re- reparations to conduct a proxy war. Pour in some generous propaganda until majority of the public is convinced that the proxy nation is good and the bordering nation is evil. This is my favorite one. Glaze the proxy nation with military-grade satellites, Jason. Oh, you're the one. that's that's my favorite.
3: Yay! A little Elon stuff, right yeah. there. Yeah, you got to glaze nuts. that
4: with with some military-grade satellites. You need to season the pot heavily and often with doses of taxpayer money. Don't forget to puree the Nord Stream pipeline. Then you sprinkle in some uh, uh, sprinkle in batteries of potentially malfunctioning missiles. Add two tablespoons of non-combat military advisors. You can always add more later if you want. You bet. You, you can. gaslight with a little more propaganda until the pot boils over, and then you serve copious amounts of ill-gotten profits to lobbyists and defense department captors. So that is the monthly cartoon from uh, Ed Newman uh, there at the River Cities Reader.
3: <laughs> he does great work. You know, he Todd. Uh, before I do let you go, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to do this thing. I still haven't gotten uh, anything Flumber back call. from my landlord. No, because I, I've got, I've had water leaking in my house now for over 24 hours. It's still Uh-oh. going. There's no stopping Uh-oh. it. So, uh, yeah, no, I know it's awesome. I, I'm a little too much information. I, I mean, it happened. <laughs> it started happening on Sunday, out of nowhere. And it's, yeah. I've had problems with it before. It's a big pain in my arse. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to go down there and g- try and get you
4: credentials. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. so let me.
3: Let we'll me know see. what's going on. And yeah, then I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not sure when I'm going to have to be here for this. Obviously, I'm, I've got to try to get something done. My sister's around. We'll see. Um, we didn't do the lightning round.
4: Lightning round. If you, if we got our interview with President Trump, which I requested, by the way. All right. <laughs> if we got it, what are the, what's the, what are the
3: top three questions that should First be First question asked. out of the gates. First question out of the gates. Mm-hmm. President Trump, many of your supporters felt your biggest failure was your inability to drop the charges against Assange and pardon Snowden of any past crimes. Can you assure your base that that will be, those two things will be the first thing you do within your administration? Boom, excellent question, Jason. <laughs> that excellent is, question. That, and, I, and I
4: I would hit it respectfully.
3: You know what I mean? Yep. I think I, that I, oh,
4: absolutely. And then I would add what I talked about earlier, and that is, will you, sir, uh, pledge if any, any de- no, if any future emergency declarations, will be devoid
3: of any mentioning of the World Health Organization. Same thing we would ask our governors. Well, I would say this, you know, Trump said we were getting out of the World Health Organization and it yeah. was it was Biden that put us back in. And he did. I, I, exactly. I want an executive order we're out the day you're there and I would I would say, you know what Trump, they've betrayed you enough. Why not get the United States out of the United Nations and the UN out of the US. Make them go somewhere else. He was he was trying to do that. He- Take the building over, man, by executive yeah. order. They're an enemy of the yeah. state. Make it yeah, a museum. It should really right. be a museum highlighting yeah. you know, how treasonous Globalism. that organization yes. was. Yes. 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 yes.
4: Let's get rid and of And then you. Uh, you may not remember this, but when he when he was uh, nominated at the RNC, his good friend, uh, whose first name escapes me, but he's a real estate uh, magnate, uh, H- Hussein is a Jordanian guy. Yes. Came out and spoke. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. He came out and spoke and we should look that clip up i played it on my podcast agenda 31 years ago he t- he came out and talked about the the globe the global order is like a wonderful diamond necklace and he talked about the different diamonds in the necklace and how the global order should be managed and so forth and i would i would i would harken back to that and ask trump what he thought about that speech that his good friend gave about the global order and see what he had to say about that or i would ask him what my brother would like to ask him and that is Will you enforce Article 1, Section 10, uh, Clause 1 of the U.S. Constitution that says the states cannot pay public debt in anything other than gold and silver? It's very esoteric, but that would be something that, you know, we could. In a word,
3: Todd, no. (laughs) (laughs) In a word, Mr. McGreevy, no. (laughs) I'm going to go downtown, see if we can get you some credentials. All All right, right. brother. Hey, uh, always a pleasure. RCReader.com and at Todd McGreevy on Twitter. Later, bro. All right, take care. There he is, Todd McGreevy. Uh, I'm sorry about all the hiccups during that broadcast, uh, but hey, we're having fun, right? We're doing it live. We're having fun. It's Monday. Just a lot of things going on. Now, let's go down the line. Tons of other stories that I wanted to hit up that I still have not hit up that are uh, pretty important and you might not see anywhere else. Gigantic 5,000-mile blanket of rotting seaweed, dubbed the Red Tide, which is twice the length of the U.S., Can be seen from space Invades the coast of Florida And you got residents Saying they can't breathe And their eyes hurt Look at it Gross What's going on here There it is That's uh Again I I don't know what's going on Lots of dead fish Lots of gross. Spring breakers Not going to have the best time What's causing it and then, of course, what do they say? It is believed that climate change and the rise of sea temperature accelerated the reproduction of these seaweeds. Bullshit. Climate change. Of course, they wanted to blame it on climate. They're going to blame everything on climate change. They're blaming it oh, climate change. It's the magical wizard. So, uh, again, story we're going to be following. I'm not going to play the clips. Um, here's the deal. I like Ford Fisher. This is uh, several anti-drag groups, including avowed neo-Nazis, all of which, other than this guy right here, are hiding their faces like the cowards they are, because neo-Nazis are cowards. Okay. Uh, White Lives Matter Proud Boys and uh, Patriot Front and non-affiliated conservative activists protested outside a drag show today at a public park in Wadsworth, Ohio. So here's the deal. If you're against, see, you see how this works? now because this is completely fed run i'm not saying every single person there is a fed or a federal informant but you bet that's who's running it that's bringing nazis out there now nazis so now you don't want your kids sexualized you don't want drag queen story time you don't want that disgusting disturbing shit around your kid you're a white supremacist you're a nazi See how that works? See how that works? So, now that I'm watching this, and I'm seeing the Nazis and the white supremacists out of nowhere, out of nowhere, I mean, this is just wild, right? Uh, Protesting? Yeah. Yeah, I got questions. I got questions. Something to point out. All right, let's go down the line. Quite a few more stories to hit up. I watched a little bit of the Oscars last night. Um, not proud of it, but I did. And I i don't think I saw any of the movies that were nominated, by the way. Not one. Haven't watched The Fablemans or The New Avatar. Or still haven't gotten to everything, everywhere, all at once, which was a big winner. Didn't check out The Whale. I just kind of wanted to see what the broadcast would be all about. And, you know, it's, it's the usual trite Johnny nonsense of entertainment. I did see David Byrne up there from the talking heads. I was like, all right, a little David Byrne. I can, I can do that. And I give props to Lady Gaga when she actually sings and she doesn't do, uh, the big over the top stuff. I know lots of weird occult stuff in her videos. I'm not endorsing her. Lots of conspiracy theories out uh, about Lady Gaga out there. There's even a ex assistant. Then the lawsuit said that she, he saw the Lady Gaga in a, Bath full of blood, levitating. It's out there, but Gaga took off all of the uh, makeup, and I'll be honest, I was watching it. I had no idea it was her at all, and it was just sitting there. And I'm thinking, I thought it was like a new artist, to be honest with you. And I, it was an actual, you know, I think it was pretty acoustic. Um, you could tell they were really singing it. She she knocks it out of the park a lot of the time, and I, and personally, with the entertainment thing, I like more real like uh, one of my favorite performances ever on howard stern was actually uh gaga on the piano doing tonight because it was um, incredible just incredible but you can bet your bippy that it was brought to you by pfizer (laughs) and you know what there was a segment in there i may i i might download it first of all there there was a couple of segments in there that I, I thought were kind of interesting one it was talking about the influence that motion pictures have had over everyday life and it, it can't be overstated and it, like movies and Hollywood and entertainment and the big screen it it is i i'd say a bigger aspect of social control and engineering than most can imagine it. And now we're, now we're at the phone and it's at the hip all the time. It's an extension of that, but it's just gotten smaller. If you think about it, we've only had it moving pictures and whatnot, a little over a hundred years, right? That's not huge for humanity. Now I would argue even with that, people were binded by things like radio and newspapers, more the thirties, the forties. And then after world war II, it kind of became the television era. But before that, I guess you would say that culturally things were driven by music that we could listen to together and books, but that was much, much different in the aspect. Not everybody read. It wasn't a shared experience. When you're thinking of a book, a lot has to do with your own interpretation and visual- visualization. Where is it if you watch a movie, Harrison Ford is playing that character, it's Harrison Ford, you have that shared experience. You'd also do it together in a much shorter amount of time, it takes a while to read a book, two, two and a half hours or less, and you've watched a movie. So I, I thought that there was that segment talking about how important Hollywood, and then they were kind of going through the history of Hollywood. And at one point, they talked about the Jewish immigrants that built the first lots on Hollywood. And that's real. But if you talk about anybody that's, you know, that there are a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood, you get a huge backlash. Even Dave Chappelle that pointed that out in SNL, rightfully so, got a huge backlash. And I'm about facts, man. Now, at the same time, they, they didn't really... Talk about the partnership of our intelligence agencies and the Central Intelligence Agency in particular in Hollyweird. Okay. We're not talking about the CIA aspect in Disney, which basically is at the apex of Hollyweird at this point. In fact, I think it was ABC, which is really part of Disney, that airs the Oscars. So a, a lot of aspects get glossed over. Okay. But brought to you by Pfizer. Minnesota dad uses moose antler to slaughter 77-year-old sex offender uh, before turning himself into the police station covered in blood, um, also with the man's head in his hand. Okay, and apparently he found a shovel at this guy's house who was 77. Uh, The real question is, why is this 77-year-old man not in prison? Because he's a convicted sex offender of the most grotesque kind of a small child. Okay, a six-year-old girl he molested in 1979. Lawrence Scully never should have been uh, let out. This is why the system fails us. And uh, it's this person, Levi Extell, who actually had gotten a restraining order against him because he would see this guy hanging out at parks. There were other allegations after 1979, by the way. You know, after 1979, still doing it because pedophiles don't stop. So now you put this guy in a situation where he loses it, kills the guy with a shovel, uh, impales him with uh, moose antlers, okay? Right, it was moose antlers, yes. Impale, and then takes his head off and walks into the police station with it to turn himself in, because he's protecting his daughter. Horrible situation, not, not endorsing it. But what I am saying is, Never should have happened because this guy, Scully, should have never left prison after 1979 after he touched a six-year-old girl. See how that works? He should have spent the next 40-plus years in jail. Period. They don't stop. South Korea proposes uh, raising 52-hour work week to 69 hours to improve work-life balance. Oh, 70 hours a week. That's almost 10 hours a day, seven days a week. And South Korea is, uh, I I would say, at the top of the cultural heap in the uh, Asian world. Uh, they aspire for that because they see a first world nation samsung etc uh and, and look chinese people asian people uh in particular they're racist too <laughs> they're big in it too i i had friends that stayed in thailand and they talked about how everybody wants to be south korean they all want to be korean well i don't want to work 52 hours a week just to get by, sure don't want to work 70 hours a week. Eh, I, I mean, th- th- that symbolism doesn't reek of uh, Nazi right there, you know. But again, it can't reek of Nazi because it doesn't have the Hitler on it, right? Just, just you know, no big deal. Let's keep going down. Brain-computer interfaces could allow soldiers to control weapons with their thoughts and turn off their fear. Uh, this is at neuroscience.com, a relatively new article from December. And, uh, you know, this just gets into everything we talk about with human brain computer inf- uh, interfaces, and touches upon the power of biocomputers and biomimetics from psychological uh, psychology today. This isn't coming; it's here, and they're trying to what? Accelerate it and normalize it, and bring in the fourth industrial revolution. Um, that was the uh, McGreevy. Instagram is telling us not to believe our eyes when we see Capitol police uh, walking Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, through the Capitol on one They've placed a false information label on anyone who reposts Tucker Carlson's report of the footage. And I, I went back and forth with somebody the other day on the January 6th insurrection. Posted all my footage, said everybody could watch it, and, and I'm just sick of being gaslit. Don't tell me 2 plus 2 equals 5 i was there i was there i felt more threatened at an Alanis morissette concert Take a break thomas massey is the man the man indeed uh <laughs> you know i don't know i i keep learning about massey and i keep loving massey massey's the guy that we watched school raskin okay 33 years ago i helped build a solar car and drove it across the united states I describe a few uh, of my Tesla hacks in this article, like the solid state relay in my breaker box that turns the Model S charger when the sun shines on my solar panels. Massey's a smart guy. He's part of the actual meritocracy. he, he He's not some phony. He's not taking you into some fake green movement about sustainability and equity and a bioeconomy. No, 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 no. He's in a place called reality. He's a smart guy. He's one of the few people in the government that I could get behind and say, he's trying to do the right thing. So with all that being said, it's been a bumpy Monday. I'll admit it. I do want to remind everybody uh, that's watching the premium broadcast. I couldn't do it without you and uh, that we've got some other great broadcasts coming up right now really, on Red Voice Media, RVM, Network, including All Fired Up with, or I'm Fired Up with Chad Canton, and uh, the new Matt Couch Show, all coming up today. So thank you for coming over. If you're just listening over on the Podbean, I want to thank you as well. I want you to share the links, and I want to remind everybody that I am a documentary filmmaker, Loose Change, Final Cut, Fabled Enemies, Invisible Empire, A New World Order Defined, and Shade the Motion Picture, are available for free right here right now check them out share them with one another and as always guys i want to tell you that i love you it's not about left or right it's always about right and wrong and together we can become the great resistance to this very real great reset agenda we'll see on the flip side